coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen, feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 191. I'm Connor Murphy here with Grace Matthews in Springfield, Missouri. Hi, Grace. It's been a while again. It has. It has. The good news is my office is almost done. The next thing I'm going to get is a light. Ah, okay. I still don't have a light, but um, the walls are painted. Everything's stacked on my desk, you know, from off the walls. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I've got, I've got a painting on my desk. I've got curtain hanger holders. <laughs> I got some interesting things. I got some little black birds on my desk. <laughs> so it, it's it's interesting, and but we're getting close. It's been a long Actually, summer fun. for you guys. It is, but if somebody wanted to make some money in these here parts, they would be a construction. They'd be an all-around construction person because they would have all the work they could handle. Right. We do not have enough people or companies. Wow. Either way you want to look at it, it was just absolutely, um, I don't know, we used to have too many. And then after a couple of the hurricanes, people went down south to work because they could get more money. Right. And then they never came back. And they never came back. I don't blame them. It's warm down there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The only good thing about this cooler weather is, you know, I put on my boots for the first couple of times and I'm stomping around thinking about Nancy Sinatra and these boots <laughs> made for walking. <laughs> remember that? That means you're old if you remember that, doesn't it? Well, um, Shania Twain did that song. Oh, she did? Well, yes. see, I'm, I'm back at the Nancy Sinatra. <laughs> <laughs> you're showing your age. <laughs> oh gosh, I that. Anyway, great song. Yeah. So we're still well, what did you say well ago? We're looping. Yeah, it's in the, the horrendous political loop. Everything is just being rehashed over and over and it over is, again. It is. And you know, I, I mean it's like deja vu. Pretty Yesterday much. Nancy goes to the White House, goes to a meeting, and walks out. Now, a few months ago, that same thing happened. Hmm. And, and, you know, there are people that say she had a meltdown. There are people that say Trump had a meltdown. Um, I will say she looks worse in this than, she, than he does because there's pictures of her pointing at him and, you know, doing that finger thing you do, and guys really hate it. Yeah, yeah. If you start pointing your finger and... Like they're gonna hit him in the chest, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. But they're across the table. Thank goodness. Or you know, gosh knows. I would hate to see Trump and Pelosi, you know, rolling around in the floor. Yeah. You know. So luckily that big old table's in the middle there. But when she runs outside, leaves the meeting, okay, and she takes a couple of her entourage and um, steady and uh, you know sure. And they go out to the microphones because they're going to tattle right. on each other. They get on those microphones like, you know, seven-year-olds. I'm going to tattle on you. <laughs> now, she's tattling in the microphone. 
And Stinney is just not on board. I mean, if you get the chance to, to look at that video, I just think Stinney, who's her second in command in the, in the Congress, he's just not with her on this. Oh. But he can't say or do that because, you know, it's protocol. Chinks in the armor, huh? It is. So, and, and what did she expect? Did she expect to go over to the White House and, and Trump to kiss her on the cheek and give her, uh, you know, some roses? She's so... She's trying to impeach him. She's yeah. trying to impeach him. But she's so out of touch, she probably does. Yeah, she's out of touch. And I, and I tell you what, when you say, and even the hammer has said before, she sounds like she drinks at times. You know, I've been looking at some of the tapes because sometimes she is perfectly lucid and other times she is not. I'm starting to think you guys are right. Yeah, she uh, she slurs. Like you can tell. Yeah, but then sometimes she doesn't. So if it was old age, she would do it most all the time, right? Right, right. But if you're drinking, you're not always drinking, maybe. I mean, maybe you are, but... So there are times when she's not slurring. Yeah. Yeah, I seen it. You know, so anyway, you gotta wonder. So um, we've we've got all this going on, and it's it's really the same story every day. I mean, yesterday or two days ago, I thought, oh my gosh, they've got the president. They said there was a leak coming out of one of the meetings. Said, um, oh my gosh, this person told a story that will absolutely tie Trump and corruption from here to Kiev to Ukraine and I don't know two or three other places and this person told everything they they, they, they also indicated a bunch of people in the White House that were involved okay and then they get out of the meeting and you learn that the person what didn't even start work until after the Ukraine deal. <laughs> and you got to wonder where these leaks are coming from. Right. I mean, it was bald-faced lies. Yeah. Now, well, you know where his payday is coming from. Exactly. But, you know, if you're the special little reporter that's getting this and you're running to the press, you're not thinking, ooh, I got, I've got a leaker, I'm special, and I'm going to get a raise. And, and you leak something that is so disgustingly wrong. <laughs> yeah. That's like someone, um, you need to cut your legs off at the knees or something. Right. You lose all credibility. But, I mean, you know, for the majority of journalists out there, they don't even have credibility nowadays. That's yeah, my opinion. You got, it. you got it. They don't. But um, now the, the president, though, is clearly taking this seriously. He has to. I mean, he, he's, he's not cooperating, and he shouldn't until they take a vote. That's my meek opinion. And no, I'm not attorney. But he did hire a new one, and that's Trey Gowdy. Okay. Now, Trey Gowdy, before he went to Congress, was just like the most amazing prosecutor never lost case okay he goes to congress and, and i have to say that i wasn't that impressed with him there i didn't want him to leave because he is knowledgeable 
But when he was doing the Benghazi stuff and everything with Hillary, and he kept saying over and over again, oh, we got her, we got her, we got her. Well, he never really got her. Right. Now, was that really his fault? Am I being harsh? Or did he really get her and the DOJ wouldn't do anything? You know, I, I'll hand him that. I would so, say the latter. That's what I would yeah, guess. Well, I, and I fear I'm being too harsh, but uh, he did um, step on board as part of Trump's personal attorney team. I mean, it looks like they are, um, I don't know what they're doing to Rudy. I don't know if Rudy can still feasibly represent the president considering how hard they're going after him. Right. I mean, they're trying to put Rudy in jail. Now, you gotta hope that Rudy's clean because, I, you know, he's, he's an old New York guy. I'm not saying he did anything bad. I'm not saying it would have a damn thing to do with the president. But you always gotta wonder about Rudy. And Rudy's another one that'll have a couple of cocktails and get on the stupid TV. <laughs> and he will just tell too much. He doesn't slur his words. He just, he tells, you know, who was married to who and who was sleeping with who. <laughs> He'll tell anything. Well, it's interesting that they're going against a guy like that because Rudy's got to have some big, deep connections. Oh, good heavens, yes. And would you That's... really want to piss him off? No, I wouldn't personally want to pass him Exactly. Off. So, you know, not. it still goes two ways here. And and uh, they're relying on the that um, holier-than-thou decisions that they've been getting from the media and from uh, the legal system, and they've been getting away with murder. Well, that's going to change eventually. I do believe. Okay, here's my fear. The, the one thing that came out yesterday is that Trump had to turn over about a week ago his tax returns, okay. okay? He has very much resisted. Now, yesterday the leak coming out, and I say it was the leak, was that there might be two sets of books. Okay, that's bad for the president. I am not on board with a lot of the base that says he absolutely will not be impeached, the Senate will never go for it. I've said it before. Uh, I think there's at least 20 swamp dwellers that are in the Republican Party that you, you can't bet on that. And all they need is 20 in the Senate to take his ass down. Hmm. It doesn't, I'm not saying that means he's guilty. What I am saying is I am not so sure. And I think it would be very bad for the country. And they better find something really horrific. Or it's not worth it. Well, you, know, you can't take the dude down for jaywalking and expect the American people to be okay with it. They've spent four years trying to do it already. Yeah, know, and they have. Four. Yeah. Yeah. And um, uh, because she didn't take a vote yesterday, um, maybe that's a sign. It also could be that they want to string this along so that the Republicans do not have a candidate. Oh, could be. Interesting. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's an, an interesting uh, angle on that. Never thought of that. So, I, I'm, I'm worried. Maybe a little more worried than I should be. Um, because I just, I, I feel like if you dig into some of these people enough, you're, you're going to find something and the bar is very low. Right. 
for what they, they, they can take them down. Now, you know, what would happen? I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't open up that can of worms today. We've got a lot of fun. <laughs> we got a lot to talk about, but uh, stay tuned. Stay tuned because, uh, you know, uh, probably every time we talk, we're going to have new new information on this impeachment. Okay. Okay, Matt Lauer. Um, I mean, that, that whole thing has been opened back up, that, that wound that keeps on oozing. Um, he's being accused of rape. And I mean rape every which way to Sunday. Hmm. Uh, he says it was consensual. She says it wasn't, and she had to spend time in a um, an institution because she tried to kill herself afterwards. Yeah. Or I, you know, I don't know if it immediately afterwards. I don't know what the time frame was. Um, at the same time, uh, Linda Vester has also came forward and has accused Tom Brokaw of uh, sexual abuse. Uh, the top brass at NBC is looking ugly, as can be. I kind of am going to predict that possibly tomorrow, um, either Andy Lack or Oppenheimer, one of the two, are, is gone tomorrow, maybe both. Wow. Because um, uh, th- this just doesn't look good. In fact, Tucker even had on Megan Kelly for her first interview since leaving there. A year ago, leaving, right. not leaving Fox, but leaving NBC. Um, and and she really was like an audition. But the one thing she did say is that Fox, ABC, CBS, um, you know, they all have these, you know, these cultures of sexual abuse, these high-powered men that were treating women badly. Um and every one of them got an outside source to come in and investigate. Wow. Except NBC. The Peacock is just not looking so proud right now. Wow. Unreal. So um, we will see what happens. I have a feeling the dirty laundry is just going to keep on coming out about it. Lovely. Because you know how these are. Um, but basically... I believe the Me Too movement has been a failure. I think it's backfired. Um, I, I hope it comes to a place where uh, this is not a weapon, but a tool. Right. You know, and taking down really bad people, not designed to take down your competition. Or to uh, garner a big payday. Exactly, exactly. In America, you've always got that big payday from the courts. You know, we love to sue people. Yeah. Okay, Syria. The president is pulling out of Syria, and it is allowing Turkey to go in and to Syria and attack the Kurds. Now, the Kurds have always been our friends. Republican or Democrats and many Republicans alike think this is a huge mistake by the president, but I will tell you, he said he was going to get out of these wars, these endless wars. That's what he's doing. The American people are on his side for the most part. We are tired of being wars 
and and the land of Babel. Yeah. Where God said, I can't make you guys quit fighting. <laughs> if God couldn't do it, I assure you Trump can't make them quit fighting. Yeah. And, you know, we're losing guys. Just because we pull our troops out doesn't mean we can't do anything. We got drones. We got those big planes in the sky that, you know, they're like stealth-like. You don't even see them. Right. You know, we got things we can do. Leaving our guys on the ground to get injured and killed, doesn't that tug at anybody's heart? Yeah, wasn't it ABC that published um, some photos uh, that they were saying it, it was uh, an airstrike on the Kurds and it turned out it was some military display from some group in the middle of the U.S. somewhere? No, I don't know about that. I, oh, oh my to, goodness! Yeah, yeah, you you, you can't do that. <laughs> no, uh, there's can't. there's ways of telling where a video is or a picture is has been taken. It's the digital world now, so you you can't yeah. you can't do what you did no, twenty really. thirty years ago. You know, you just can't lie anymore. No, no, about anything. I mean, it's kind of no fun. Yeah, I mean because they they're gonna find it out. How many times a day do you do you walk by a camera or you have your phone with you that's tracking every step you're taking and where well, you're they going? Say about four hundred times if you leave your house and go a mile. And if you're in a big city, more than that. Wow. That you are on a camera. I mean, you know, I look at our street. Most everybody like me has one of those rings on their house. So, you know, you walk down a row on, on, on our street and you're going to be photographed, I bet you, 30 times. Yeah, well, it, it has to be. I mean, if you uh, order from Amazon, yeah. you need a camera. Because <laughs> exactly. sooner, sooner or later, yeah, someone's going to... Yeah, yeah. Which... I, I, I tell you what, I'm terrible. I've gotten awfully lazy. If I find it on Amazon, I'm like, okay, just bring it to me, you know? Well, I got. Did you also save money? I, I just buy something else I don't need. I got a tip for for saving those Amazon boxes when you're cleaning and doing your spring cleaning. Instead of taking stuff to the dump, just put them in yeah. Amazon pot boxes and leave them on your doorstep. That's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> I got some great stuff they could get. <laughs> that is a great idea. Good one. <laughs> Okay, Sherry Redstone of Viacom. Um, that's still in a big um, mess, the, the CBS Viacom situation where her father died and, uh, you know, you had the lover that they were all fighting over at the channel. Well, she's got money, okay? okay. Sherry does. Um, she is thinking of doing very soon, making, uh, creating a great competitor for Fox. Hmm. And I mean, she's got the money to really do this, you know? I mean, you got Newsmax out there, you got one. I still say they will get another investor in here. Um, prior to, they're saying this is probably gonna happen before the, the CBS Viacom merger officially takes place huh. so very soon she is um, looking into this and um, 
March, she acquired about $340 million, which is really not enough money, so I don't know why they're they're bragging that. I mean, it sounds like a lot of money, but it takes a lot of money to start a viable. But she's got some other investors. She um, wants a little piece of that action from the Murdoch family and Fox. And uh, as a viewer, I I think we all see Fox moving towards another, I don't know, they seem to want to be more like CNN and MSNBC. For some strange reason. I, I don't understand why when you've got it all. However, the caveat is that Shepard Smith left last week. He was their leftist person. Hmm. And he just suddenly left. Now, rumor has it, I love those when rumor has it, that Attorney General Barr had lunch with Rupert Murdoch. And that in that lunch, he might have said that Shep was going to be indicted or hmm. at least questioned in relation to some of these. Um, these FISA issues and, you know, the plot to take down Trump. Right. And two days later, he quits. He says he's quitting because he wants to, yet there are people that witnessed and NBC says that he was escorted out of the building. Um, He had just signed a new contract in 2018. There was no word that he took a buyout. It was like, um, don't let the door hit you in the ass kind of thing. Wow. He did say he could not work for a while because of his contract. But that step made me think that possibly Fox is rethinking this idea that they had of moving a little more left um, because that just came out of the blue. Hmm. But it also came at a time when customers, uh, viewers have been pulling away from Fox. Right. Um, and, and the, and their viewers really did want them to get rid of, um, Shepard. So, um, Shepard's the reason I started watching Fox. He just got too angry and too, I, I haven't watched him in a very long time. Um, it's, it's kind of a sad story, but, um, Shepard is gone. Hmm. And what's going to happen with Fox? I mean, you know, Fox is a great story because they get to double dip. Unlike NBC where you've just got advertising to sell. Right. Fox gets to sell advertising, but they also get the cable fees. And now they get the streaming fees. Right. So actually they're triple dipping. So sure, I'm sure Sherry Redstone would love to triple dip. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. (laughs) At the same time, um, Peter Schwarzer um, just keeps putting um, more and more. He's the author that has really broken um, a lot of information on the the swamp. Right. I mean, he's really the guy that put it out there. You know, Secret Empires. uh, He's the one that has stuck with it for years and has exposed these families that are very corrupt. 
he is still doing that and he's starting to just release the information out there for anybody to read. Um, he's not even saving it for another book at this point. I'm sure surely he'll put one together. When is that coming out? And, no, he's not. He's putting it out there. He's oh, just yeah. like releasing it on his Twitter feed and stuff. So uh, if you really want to follow somebody great that's really putting some information out there about the swamp, Peter Schweitzer. And Schweitzer is S-C-H-W-E-I-Z-E-R. So follow him on Twitter because he's releasing all kinds of stuff. And uh, speaking of the dossier, um, one of John McCain's former age has pleaded the fifth in relation to information about the dossier. Now, we all know that John McCain was the first one, or at least he believed he was the first one, that gave the fake dossier to the FBI. Now, he supposedly accidentally got a copy. Why, if he accidentally got a copy, did his aide um, plead the fifth? I mean, that's all I can say about that is I don't know. I don't know. But I do know that the FBI and the FISA court has been caught, and this is unrelated to the Trump investigation, but they have been caught targeting Americans under FBI Director Ray. So, you know, nobody's learned a damn lesson. Ray is part of the swamp. I kind of thought that when the president put him in there. But I was hoping I was wrong and the president was right. I just didn't like his attitude. You know, nothing speaks more than body language. Yeah. Kind of like Stinny this morning, or, or I guess that was yesterday afternoon, with Nancy, you know, whining into the mic. He's not on board with her. When the president announced Ray, Ray was not on board with the president. The body language said it all. I mean, in fact, he doesn't really like him at all. You can tell. Well, I I just can't fathom anybody following Nancy, unless it was to the liquor store. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now, I have heard that she she likes to take her people out for dinner, and and she picks up the tab. So now I'd be all in there. Yeah. Because if you take me out in D.C., you buy me dinner in Alki, I, I'm all cool with that, you know. But otherwise, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'd have to be drunk to handle the dance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just would. I would have to be drunk. Yeah, me too. So, okay. So, General Flynn's out there floating in between, I did something wrong, I lied, and I'm going to spend some time in the Slammeroozy. And I've spent all my money on legal fees and on the other side of that coin, I might just be able to nail Mueller along the way. Oh, interesting. Because what he did to me in this false confession might just, and I'm quoting, fry Mueller. Now, Mueller, bless his heart, seems a little frail and fried, but they, they say that that's probably an act. Wow. Interesting. He's, he's as alert as anybody. Well, I tell you, 
when he made that, when he uh, was in front of the, the Congress, that testimony of, I don't know, what was that, a few months ago, um, he looked like a dementia patient. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know. So, uh, but there are people that say that's just an act. Oh, interesting. So, okay, so we got the swamp. We love to talk about the swamp. And uh, we, we know about Hunter Biden, and Hunter Biden did step down from um, the Chinese board that he was making mega bucks on. Okay. Okay. And he did an interview the other day um, with ABC, I believe it was. And um, I don't know. I, I mean, Hunter still can't get away from drugs. I mean, he has admitted that over the last week or so that he's still not even clean. And he's served on all these boards where they are throwing billions and billions of dollars around. I mean, um, how many drug addicts? Wow. Really get that. I mean, you know, and he's doing the rough stuff, you know, needles. He had a rental car. He left his needle paraphernalia in there and his crack stuff, you know. Wow. I mean, that, that, that's hardcore. That's not taking a pill, you yeah, know. That, that's, you need some time out. You yeah. want him investing your billions? Yeah, he needs rehab. Yeah. Sounds like it. Yeah, and uh, apparently it doesn't work, you know. In fact, when he was in the Navy, they go, okay, we're going to kick you out. But he's like, please don't kick me out. My dad's the vice president of the United States. And they go, okay. But you've got to pass the drug test, okay, every three, five days, whatever, you know. He doesn't even pass the first one. <laughs> Everybody passes the first one. <laughs> wow. I mean, that's very addictive. That's very sad. Wow. That you, you, you can't even roll around in a room just to pass the first one. Yeah, that's that bad. Very, it's very sad. So anyway, we, we've had Hunter Biden. Now we've got um, James Biden. Now James, it's not oil. He gets $80,000 worth of jewels. Oh. Or $80,000. Um, did I say that right? Yeah, you said $80,000. Okay, good. Okay. Um, so, what's that about? I mean, is that legit or not? I don't know. It where sort of looks that, fishy. Yeah, yeah, where'd that come from? If it was another country, it would probably look better. But, we're, you know, China again? China? Oh, it came from China. Yeah, I mean, we have a pattern here. China, China, Ukraine. Ukraine, Ukraine, China. Wow. I mean, all of these people. And we've got Nancy's son, Paul Pelosi Jr., is on an energy board in, where else, but Ukraine. What? Okay, yeah. I don't get that at all. Yeah. Wow. Um, it's Visqueal. V-I-S-C-O-I-L? Huh. Uh, I, I, that's just mind-boggling. I mean, uh, what do these guys actually do for them? Actually, they're just a... I, I, I think they're just a... You know, like... You know, remember those little telephones you played with as a kid where you put <laughs> the wire in the tin can? Yeah. You know, they're that wire 
linking the tin cans from D.C. to the Ukraine or China. Wow. They're the little wire, you know, and it never did work very well. And in the meantime, they're screaming Russian collusion. Oh, come on. Wow. I I think that is just a distraction. Like our last show, which is one of our our most downloaded shows ever, um, you said, um, you know, it's a bluff. I mean, and a bluff can be a distraction. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at at its root, that's, that's probably what it is. I think we've got another distraction, too. And, and that is Obama endorsing Trudeau. Yeah. Not distracting away from the fact that he won't endorse Biden, or is Trudeau just part of that globalist oh, idealism yeah. that that Obama has? I mean, and really his whole blackface thing um, doesn't really matter to Obama because what's more important is this globalist one world order idea. Yeah, I mean, I didn't have much respect for Obama to begin with, but this just solidified that that guy is just as corrupt as Trudeau and a piece of shit. Well, and how is that not interfering in another country's election? Exactly. Hello? Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that you Canadians do not need that. No, we don't. We know. uh, I mean, we're, what, four days away from the election now, Monday. So What's by, gonna happen? What do you think is gonna no happen? No idea. No idea. I don't think anybody does. No. I mean I, I voted. I went to the advanced polls the other day. Yeah. There was a nice couple in front of us. They they turned around, said, Hello hi, uh, you, did you guys uh come out and vote early just to beat the the uh, groups? And I said, No, I've waited four years and the first day the polls are open, I'm voting Trudeau out. <laughs> 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 and they said, Us too. So I, well, I don't know. you didn't go there on Turkey Day? <laughs> Before, I actually I voted last oh, Friday. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. I thought maybe you guys you guys had your Turkey Day Monday, so I thought maybe it was like a rush to the poll for Turkey Day. No, you know, it's like we're thankful for not having Trudeau. <laughs> yeah, well, we are here. We've never really had. Um, any opposition to the liberals but we've never really had very strong liberals either this is a new democrat um and green party uh, right now it's green party it's a friend of mine that that is our member of parliament uh well, currently what's the green party there because here it's the marijuana party uh no the green party is all about the environment Okay, well, that's what we used to think it was here, and then, yeah. then the Green Party switched to cannabis marijuana party. <laughs> we, well, we actually—I didn't know you needed a whole party for that. I believe we do have a marijuana party in some parts of Canada. I mean, you really need to stand for a little more than just marijuana. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I smoke a joint, and everything gets better. <laughs> Well, so maybe that's all you need. All the world needs is a little marijuana and love, huh? I have to agree there. (laughs) We don't always agree, but life's a journey, and here we are. Godspeed, Connor. Godspeed to all of our listeners out there. Thanks for listening. Godspeed, Grace, and everyone, thanks for listening.